السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ نحمده ونصلی علی رسول الکریم اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم رب اشرح لي صدری ويسر لي امری واحلل عقدتا من لسانی يفقهوا قولی سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العلیم الحکیم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما all praise is due to almighty allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam O Allah, we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deception of the Satan and the evil of our souls. Ameen. Ya Rabbal Alameen. On this Mubarak day of Jumu'ah Friday, it is only the grace and mercy of all Allah Jalla Wala that we continue with our tafsir and commentary of the Noble Qur'an. Our starting point is Surah Mu'minun, chapter number 23 and verse number 51. In our previous lesson, all Allah Jalla Wala informed us that after Nabi Nuh alayhi salatu wasalam, Almighty Allah sent the messengers and Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam consecutively one after the other, and every first people the Anbiya and messengers came to, Kazabu, majority of them would reject and they would belie the messenger, فَأَدْبَعَنَا بَعْضَهُمْ بَعْضًا And then we would follow one generation with another because the previous generation was decimated and annihilated by Allah. وَجَأَلْنَاهُمْ أَحَادِيثًا And we made the previous generation a stories. We made them into lessons people should take because remember they were punished by Almighty Allah. Get far away, O oh you people who are not believing, meaning all Allah Jalla Wala annihilated them. Thereafter, all Allah mentions the incident of Nabi Musa alayhi salatu salam and his brother Harun alayhi salam. Thumma arsalna Musa. Nabi Musa salam was dark in complexion, yet his honorable name is mentioned 136 times in a noble Quran. The most a Nabi's name is mentioned in the Quran, that is Nabi Musa salam. And his brother Nabi Harun salam, and his name is mentioned 20 times in the noble Quran. As far as age goes, Nabi Harun salam is elder. As far as status and prominence goes, that will definitely be for Nabi Musa salam. So they went with the signs and with clear evidence, Ilah Fir'aun to the Pharaoh and his cabinet and ministers. First Takbaru, they were proud, arrogant. They were a people who were haughty and proud and arrogant. That was their hallmark. And they felt that that would last forever. Almighty Allah humiliated them and punished them, dispatched them straight to Jahannam and the hellfire forever. فَقَالُوا They would say, أَنُؤْمِنُ لِبَشَرَيْنِ مِثْلِنَا 
Must we bring Iman on people, these two brave people, yeah, to individuals? They are similar to us. وَقَوْمُهُمَا لَنَا عَابِدُونَ And their nation, they are serving us, they were slaves. When they are nations, our slaves, then how can we follow them and believe in them? فَكَذَّبُوهُمَا So they rejected Nabi Musa. They rejected Nabi Musa alayhi salam, Nabi Harun alayhi salam. فَكَانُوا مِنَ الْمُهُلَكِينَ And they were the people who were destroyed and punished by Almighty Allah. وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَا مُوسَى الْكِتَابِ Remember the Torah was given to Nabi Musa salam after the drowning of the Pharaoh. While the Pharaoh was alive, there was no Torah. So exactly the same thing here Almighty Allah is mentioning. Indeed, we gave Nabi Musa salam the book, the Torah. لَعَلَّهُمْ يَهْتَدُونَ So that they be on guidance. So Almighty Allah blessed him with the Torah on Mount Sinai. Almighty Allah mentioned Nabi Isa salam's honorable name 25 times in the Noble Quran. The mother Sayyidah Maryam radiallahu anha, her honorable name is mentioned 34 times. Isa means to be fair in complexion. Maryam means Abida, the worshipper of Almighty Allah. وَجَعَلْنَا بَنَا مَرْيَمَ وَأُمَّهُ And we made the son of Maryam and his mother Ayatou. We made them a sign, a symbol, a miracle for Nabi Isa salam and a karamat for Sayyidah Maryam radiallahu anha. No male touch her. And she conceived, she was pregnant and then she gave birth miraculously to Nabi Isa salam. وَآوَيْنَاهُمَا And we gave them shelter. إِلَىٰ رَبْوَةٍ Rabwa means مَكَانٌ murtafi, A high place as I explained in yesterday's lesson. The Qadianis who are kafir, the Ahmadis who are kafir, they say that this refers to Srinagar, Kashmir. They say Jesus is buried there. That alone is enough to make them kafir as well and out of the fall of Islam. So ilah rabwatin. So this refers to Beitul Muqaddas, Jerusalem. So we gave them shelter there, zati qarar, and that was a firm place. That was a place where there was fruits. That was a place where there was dates. Wamain, and there was running water. Hence, when she gave birth, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala told her, "Wahuzi ilayki bijiz in nakhla that shake the tree to saqit alayki rutaban janiya, and you will find the fresh, fresh dates falling upon you, and tahtaki sariya beneath you this water." So Almighty Allah made the arrangements for them, for mother and son, because he, the son, was destined to be a nabi, and Almighty Allah showing his complete and complete kudrat and kudrat kamila as we say in Arabic that he Allah can create without parents Nabi Adam alayhi salatu salam can create without a father and that is Nabi Isa alayhi salatu salam and remember Sayyidah Hawa there there was a male but no female so that is to show the absolute power of Almighty Allah Today's lesson on this Mubarak day of Jumu'ah, 16th of Rajab, Surah Mu'minun, Surah 23, verse number 51. Almighty Allah, Jalla wa Allah, is teaching us big lessons. 
Ya ayyuhal rusulu, O you the messengers. So all anbiya alayhi salatu salam, from Nabi Adam alayhi salatu salam, right up to Sayyiduna wa Habibuna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi salam, are addressed in these type of verses. Ya ayyuhal rusulu, rusulu, the plural of rasul, kulu min at consume that which is pure and wholesome. Allah didn't say eat halal only. Allah said eat that and consume that which is pure and wholesome. Even for me and you all, might Allah says that. Ya yuannas, kulu mimma fil ardi halalan tayyibah. Oh humankind, eat that which is pure and wholesome and halal and permissible. Then for the believers, Allah Ta'ala states, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu kulu min tayyibati ma'azaqnaakum. Oh, you who believe, consume that which is pure and wholesome which we have given you. So Almighty Allah Jalla wa'ala is teaching us that we must eat that because that will have a direct impact on our de- deeds and our actions. And do the righteous deeds and good actions. Indeed, I am well aware of what you are doing, whether it is in khalwa or jalwa, whether it is in private or in public, whether it is in safar or hadar, whether you in your hometown or whether you are traveling in the plains. So all that I know what you are doing. Now let us look at the chain and let us see where we fit in this whole scenario. When a person's income is halal, then that person will consume that which is halal and tayyibah, which is permissible, pure and wholesome. And then that person will be motivated, inspired to do good deeds. But when that person's income is haram, tainted, polluted, when that person eats haram and that person eats that which is doubtful, then remember that person will not be motivated to do good deeds. Rather, the shaitan and the cronies of shaitan will incite him or her to commit vices and sins. And that is what you see today. We should not be fooling ourselves. Remember these three ahadis should be in our minds and in our hearts at all times. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam looks at his grandson Sayyidina Hassan radiallahu ta'ala an. Thus you call sababul wurud, the reason why the hadith Mubarak was uttered. So he picked up a date and Nabi alayhi salatu salam told him, Da'alif ma yuribuka, that which puts you into doubt. Ila ma la towards that in which there's absolutely no doubt. This is authentic hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif. So how come today we eating things that are tainted, polluted? Let me be honest, these halal logos are not worth the paper on which they are written. Because it's just a money-making gimmick. So we need to be clear on all these type of issues here. And especially when we are traveling and so forth, then we need to exercise further caution. Because you must remember that we don't even know from where all this type of meat and all this type of chicken and all these type of things are coming. So we need to be clear and practice on Quran and Hadith if we want to do good deeds. 
Second hadith, Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, addressing Wabisa radiallahu ta'ala an, istafti kalbak, istafti nafsak, O Wabisa, you ask your own conscience, you ask your own heart, and see what your inner conscience and your heart tells you, wa in aftaqan nas. Although the people are some people, ulama and people, they said it's halal because they have ulterior motive. The money is rolling in. So even if they said halal, but you have doubt, so you must abstain from there. This is authentic hadith in Musnad Ahmad. So we need to follow these two ahadiths and that will bring us towards the yibat, pure and wholesome. And then we will be motivated, inspired to do the good and halal, the good and good actions and good speech and everything else which Islam wants us to do. Third hadith mentioned in Bukhari Sharif, Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Al-halal ubayyinun, wal-haram ubayyinun. The halal is clear and explicit. The haram is clear and explicit. And then Nabi alayhi wa sallam said, Wa-bayna mushtabahat. In between them, there are some areas that are gray areas. So when you see that, then you must abstain. Because when you are on the periphery and right by the border, then it is you shiku Then it is near that you will go right into the haram also. And that is what we are seeing today. Based on loopholes and fairy tales, people make things halal and so forth. So we need to be very, very clear. Obviously, you don't want to listen. It's your choice. But I am here to advise you in the light of Quran Kareem and the Sunnah of Mustafa Sallallahu which is our constitution. So therefore today, did we read Fajr Salat today? Ask ourselves. You will find that 90%, 80% of this Ummah does not read Fajr Salat. Why? Because they eat haram food. They drink haram. And remember, they behave in a haram manner. People are on holiday today. So they put their Salat even on holiday. Although they were the people who were reading five times Salat at home. And others were not reading and now they will not read. So when that is the barometer to use, so each one of us should be asking ourselves that what Quran is saying, Inni bima ta'amaluna alim, I am well aware of what you are doing. This Ummah yeah, remember, is for all people, all, all people from all countries, all nationalities, all ethnic groups. This apartheid mentality which we have brought about within the Indians, within the Arabs, all that, remember, has no place in Islam. This Ummah yeah, is one Ummah, whether you are white, pink, green, brown, whatever color, complexion, irrespective of what language you speak, Chinese, Russian, Portuguese, so no language has got any virtue, even the Arabic language does not have virtue if that person does not bring Iman and Islam. For Abu Lahab, Abu Jahal, what virtue the Arabic language had? Nothing. 
So remember the Arabic language will have virtue and merit provided that that person has Iman and Islam and dies with that Iman and Islam. All other languages are on par. So why are we so proud of our languages? We think the Apras are superior to the others. Until today you will see this. You must remember all the smacks of ignorance and nifaq and hypocrisy. And there's no place in Islam. It comes from the caste system of the Hindus. That verily you are one ummah. And I am your rab, your sustainer, nourisher, provider, fear me. So today you look at the ummah, the humiliation of this ummah, the disgrace of this ummah. We cannot show the world one country. We can show them Muslim countries. We can't show them one Islamic country, not one. Where from starting to ending, everywhere, everything according to Islam. Yes, some countries have some Islamic laws that we accept. But to say that this is a role model, that all the other countries can look at that as a role model, we don't have. And the sooner we admit our weaknesses, then that is the better chance we have for progress. Today we live in denial. You tell the father, son, that your son is on drugs. You tell the parents your daughter is having an affair. They the first one to defend because people live in denial. So you must remember this. You tell the ulama that what you are doing is absolutely haram. So remember, it's very difficult for them, for us to accept. So whoever we are, because you must remember their ulterior motives and so forth. So this ummah is one ummah. And I am your rab and your sustainer, provider, so fear me alone. You don't have to fear politicians and organizations. You can see our circles going on here in South Africa. So you must remember that is an absolute disgrace what is going on. But what have we done? This is what we have done. They, the members of this ummah, the individuals of this ummah, they have broken up themselves. Amrahum, they are matter, they are affairs. Bainahum, remember among themselves, Zubura, and they have scattered it. Like how you take paper and then you break it and tear it up into pieces, pieces, pieces. So this Ummah Wahida, whether we Shafi'i, Maliki, Anafi, Ambali, remember we're supposed to be one. We're supposed to be reading Salat behind one another. Shia is a kafir, Qadian is a kafir, Baha'i is a kafir. Remember that. We're not speaking of them. They don't belong to this ummah. So we are speaking of ourselves, the Ahlu Sunnah. How fragmented we are. How disjointed and disunity has come in our rank and file. The main reason for all this is we have the slogan of shaitan. Ana min, I am better than you. I am superior to you. Who are you to tell me? Every party, what they have, they're very happy. You see today, amount of welfare work going on, so much duplication, because you must remember every second party wants to be a chief. 
so many darulums, but you must remember some darulums, some madrasas are just becoming a money-making machine, collect zakat money and pocket it. How many we know? So you must remember, darulums are very great, but when they do these type of things, then remember, we need to know and expose this type of people who don't have scruples. Kullu farihun. So every party today is happy with what they got. If you know our Africans and you know our South African history, then we used to use one word, kral. Kral is that the farmer has his own farm and his own flock and everything. So today everyone, everyone got their own market share. Everyone got their own kral. Everyone got their own sponsors. And therefore you see the fragmentation of the Zumma. Go to the Arab countries and Muslim countries and see. We are still minorities. Go and see there. So you must remember so many groupings, so many parties, and remember everyone claiming that they are Muslim. So that is the tragedy of this Ummah. We supposed to be the ones, they're supposed to be a lesson for humanity, but we cannot do that as long as we are so fragmented. And we will remain fragmented till we don't have that quality of haq. We must follow the truth. And we have to have the wazu, the humility. These two qualities are missing. We want to follow our own ego. We want to follow our own passions. We want to follow what suits us. You can't have unity on that. And we want to be master somebody. Do we want to be where the cameras are? So you must remember, bury the person in a non-Muslim grave also. It's fine. According to some people, astaghfirullah. So all this happens because, because people have become ego maniacs. So you must remember this. Kullu hisbim farihun. So people are happy every party with what they got. Father whom leave them, O Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, these non-Muslims, or the Nabi of the time, that leave them, this kafir, this mushrik, this uh, munafik, they don't want to listen, so you leave them, make dua for them. But if they don't want to listen, you try your level best, then they will face the consequences. Fi ghamratihim, now they are in their drunkenness. Sakarat and Ghamarat, remember that is in their state of intoxication. Intoxicated with the power, intoxicated with the wealth, intoxicated with the women, intoxicated with the position. Hattahin for a short period. Once death comes, everything will unfold and then people will just cry. But that crying will not help because now they will beg Allah. وَلَوْ تَرَائِذِ الْمُجْرِمُونَ نَاكِسُورُوسِهِمْ إِنَّ رَبِّهِمْ If you could see the mujrimin, the kafir, non-Muslim, how they hang their heads in shame. رَبَّنَا أَبَصَرْنَا وَسَمِئْنَا فَرْجِئْنَا they say, O oh Allah, we have now seen, we have heard, please Allah, we beg you, send us back. Na'amal salihan inna muqinun, that we have firm conviction in everything, we saw everything now, Ya Allah. Today, 
What is leading people astray? The wealth we have, the children we have, we want to please everybody besides Almighty Allah, besides Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ayahsabun. What do they think? That we are assisting them. We are helping them with the wealth. So now the properties are increasing. The cars are increasing. The shops and the branches are increasing. And now the children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. And they are looking so handsome, so attractive. That people look at them with envy. Look at how many businesses, how many factories, how many warehouses, farms. All that they have. If the person is doing it with ta'at and obedience to Allah, then it is barakah and blessing. If that person is doing it with vices, then it is not barakah and barakat and blessing. It is muhula, and that is Allah giving that person respite. Mimaliu wa banin nusari ulahum fil khayrat. They are thinking that we are rushing towards them. We are giving them in abundance, abundant good. But they perceive it not. You know, in English we have a saying, give a thief enough rope to hang himself. So that is what is called muhula. Almighty Allah has mentioned this in the Noble Quran. When they forget the advices, admonishment given to them. We open the doors of everything. So now that person's children are excelling in school, madrasa, varsity, and the businesses are flourishing. The health is excellent. So this person says, let me carry on more and more with the vices. But they perceive it not. When they are proud and arrogant, they are on the pinnacle of success in their mind. Suddenly we seize them, punish them. And then they become totally disillusioned. May Almighty Allah protect us and envelope us through His mercy. Anilhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.